T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. It's that time of night, you can't stay up tight, so come and join the people and I'm feeling all right here on old. Always sounding good. Doug and Donna. So nice. In fact, I think Doug has what it takes. It will, when uh, Van Morrison was playing that Van Morrison song, we'll have to get Doug to play another Van Morrison song for us sometime when we can meet back in studio. Wouldn't that be great? Another hour in the last hour, at least of the night of Overnight America. I would love it if you wanted to call in and we can talk about something non-political. But you know, you know how that goes. That's eh, probably not going to be the case. 314-436-7900. And if you missed the last hour with our tribute to Jack Carney, I think you would really enjoy that. Go to the podcast. Search for Overnight America. Download the podcast. Better yet, subscribe to it so you get those downloads right to your phone instantly. You don't have to worry about it. And it's just sitting there waiting for you to press play. Or like you can do it what my wife does. She downloads the podcast and then she looks at what is in the description and she says, oh, that sounds like something I would like to listen to. And she's just waiting to see if her name pops up like, oh, Ryan's wife talked about this. And she's like, oh, I'm listening to this now. This is a good way for you to open up whatever podcast app you have. Subscribe and download the Overnight America podcast. And then you can see all the different descriptions of things we talked about for that. We break them up by hour so it's easier for you to find the things you want to listen to that way. What a nice service. Thank you, Producer Mike. You do such a great job putting that up there. There was a story on the Daily Mail. It says, Time's Up Charities, set up by celebrities as part of the Me Too movement. How many times did you hear this? Oh, donate money. We're going to try to, we're going to keep people and we're going to hold them responsible and we're going to find those perpetrators and the people that were treating people terribly, things like that. So they decided to look at this charity that were set up and a lot of celebrities were involved in it as part of the Me Too movement uh, to fight sexual harassment in the workplace. And Hollywood celebrities made up a lot of the Time Up Foundation and the Time Up Now Inc. Altogether in 2018, the first year in operation, which you can go and look at their filings as a charitable organization, they raised $3.67 million. Ah, that seems like a pretty good amount. You think when you have celebrities involved, 
but the number might be a little higher, right? So it depends on the caliber of the celebrity. If it's something that is near and dear to them, that they might actually be poning up maybe a little bit more. So they decided to look at the tax filings. They said, okay, of that $3.67 million that was raised by this charity that is meant to fight sexual harassment in the workplace and in the wake of Me Too, how much of that actually went to fighting sexual harassment in the workplace? Well, filings show that less than 10% went to helping those women who experienced sexual harassment. Wow, that is a low number. It says they had about 312000 spent on a legal defense. $1.4 million was spent on salaries. Oh, isn't that great? Of the $3.6 million, $1.4 salaries. 157000 spent on conferences and luxurious resorts. Fifty-eight grand spent on travel. Organizations brought Hollywood heavyweights during the early days. Reese Witherspoon, Amy Schumer, Brie Larson holding positions on the board. Oh, they bet you they were paid. Reese Witherspoon, Amy Schumer, Brie Larson. I'm sure they accepted some money on behalf of this charity for their help to be on the board, all of which really didn't do much of anything to try to help people that were actually harassed at work as part of this Me Too movement. Yikes, that's terrible. Only a small portion came up of the foundation donating 132000 of the fund to Time's Up Now, the lobbying end of the charity. 170, 130, whatever it was total. Yikes, that's really bad. So they spent all this money on conferences. They spend money on themselves. Just pretty terrible. Why is it that when celebrities are involved that all they have to do is like show up and they say, oh, yeah, we can be a part of this. It's almost like they feel like they're a politician. Like this is how politicians work, right? Which reminds me of Joe Biden's charity. Now, keep in mind, back in 2017, the Biden Cancer Initiative, it's on his namesake, the Biden Cancer Initiative, collected all kinds of money. The charity took in $4.8 million in contributions in 2017 and 18, and they spent, of that $4.8 million, $3 million on payroll in those two years. Oh, that is so terrible. $4.8 million, but then they spent $3 million on payroll. President taking in four hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars in 2018 oh my goodness this is what they because they're a charity they have to post these things with uh, the government so you can go and look at any charities tax filings and you can see how much was spent on the actual charity and how much was spent on things that were administrative or salaries things like that Obama staffers taking in incomes of $250,000 $224,000 from another Obama administration member. So yes, it's just another way to launder money around, which actually has no bearing in trying to help the actual cause. So this this kind of the sick thing with all of this is that it's a cancer initiative that's not going to actually fight cancer. That's kind of sick and disgusting too, isn't it, in its own sense? Well, at least with the Me Too movement, you can try to say, oh, there was it was mostly to bring awareness or whatever it is. Now, if they're trying to help people that have been sexually harassed in the workplace and they've done a terrible job with it, you have a right to be mad about it. But the other one, they're talking about using the uh, they're using cancer as a way to bring up money in these large salaries in an organization that doesn't actually help with anything. It's actually pretty sad if you go back and look. All right. Three, one, four, four, three, six, seventy nine hundred. Let's go to Chris, who's calling in real quick. Welcome to Overnight America. What's up there, young man? (laughs) Good to hear from you. This time it's the Chris Meister. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. 
Hey, Ryan. Uh, just I hope uh, you and the uh, family had a great uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, just uh, uh, Molly and Lily, every everybody, you know, your your son and wife, everybody's doing fine. They are. In fact, we really enjoyed this time off, and it made me wonder. What am I going to do when I have the end of the year off for Christmas? It's going to just be more of that, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, that, yeah, sure. I, well, and, and I heard you on the way home. I, I got off earlier tonight, but uh, you, the broad, caller brought up, a, you know, he uh, hardly hears you anymore. But uh, you're you're entitled to that time, man. You you just go for it because, uh, you know, you, you have a family, and, you know, family is important. I, I made the mistake, and I'm a taken much vacation and that that uh job that i had for a lot of years and uh, you know it just when your priorities are skewed like that it just it, it makes you uh take another I, I don't know rethink your life i guess your priorities but uh you 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 explained it well you know you just you know you got it coming to you so yeah what am i gonna do forfeit my vacation days I, I think I'll take them. Uh, sorry. Uh, as much as I love you guys, I do want to be able to enjoy my time off. And just the last thing, the special on Ann Keep was just, just man, it was monumental. And uh, what I heard from, you know, Jack Carney tonight, uh, it was, uh, man, it just, you, the stuff you pull out of the archives, it's amazing. It, it just, uh, you're, you're a, you're becoming a uh, the radio historian, man, and uh, it just uh, uh, keep keep it up, man. You're you're just you're hitting the home runs, man. Well, good to hear, and I'm glad you enjoy them. Thank you, Chris. Have a good night. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. I am working on one special that I haven't started yet, but I will have to start here. That's going to air on Christmas Eve, I believe. So another anniversary date of the launching of KMOX Radio. So I'm going to put together. Just a special of some KMOX memories. Nothing going to be too fancy with this one. It's not going to be like the other documentaries. Um, it's just because uh, when I talked to my program director about it, I said, okay, I'd like to put a big special together, really celebrating the history of the radio station. And he said, eh, it sounds like a lot of work. I'll, you can have two hours on Christmas Eve. So I said, I don't know how I'm going to do that in two hours. So I'm going to put something else together. So we'll have another retrospective of the radio station that'll air on Christmas Eve. So that's my next special I'm working on. And then after that, I haven't decided who will be the next documentary. So you'll be part of that process. I normally put it up to vote and you get to pick who you want to hear as the next documentary. So last time, by the way, I had it between um, it was Ann Keefe or Bob Hardy and Ann Keefe won, you know, three out of four votes. She really took that one. And I'm so glad I put that together. I learned a lot more about Ann Keefe and a great appreciation for her that way. And I'm sure a lot of people may have received some of that, too. So I'm not who, sure who the next one's going to be. You'll be part of the process. I'll tell you that. This is Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. And Overnight America is live again for another 40 minutes or so. If you want to call in, you can, but... I keep seeing these different stories that are out there and it's just, it, it just makes me so upset to see all of the random and nonsense and the violence that go on in the city. You had that one story that they continue to talk about here on the KMOX news. 
The story has to be going down 170. And this is what the early accounts are. So it's, I don't know if this is something that has actually been confirmed, but this is what they believe happened. So you have a couple of cars shooting at each other going down 170. I think it was the southbound lane. And random bystander, someone that was just driving their car, trying to get home or go to work or whatever it was, gets shot and killed. It's just terrible, 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 terrible. Senseless violence that shouldn't be happening. You have another case here. 14-year-old shot. 14-year-old was trying to carjack someone's car. They were at a police, uh, what was it, a gas station in Jennings? During the day, broad daylight, Sunday, 4 o'clock, 14-year-old and another suspect or whatever came up, tried to carjack this guy. Guy feared for his life, ends up shooting the 14-year-old. 14-year-old runs off later, is found, and then I think dies in the hospital. Just terrible. You can find these stories at KMOX.com. This is the type of stuff that we see all too often in the city of St. Louis. This the senseless stuff. You know, this person in Jennings, just innocent guy trying to fill up his gas tank. And then someone comes up trying to, you know, as far as this guy knows, hurt him. Um, and is it reasonable to believe that people coming up and trying to hassle you, steal from you and take your car, push you around? whatever it is. Is there some fear involved with that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure the guy feared for his life, knowing what goes on in the city. I mean, right now, as of November 30th, so today, this is the latest updated numbers from the St. Louis Police Department. We're up to 242 homicides for 2020. And we have one month left. Do you think we'll be able to keep that under 250? Probably not. Look at the rate this is going. You can just add more and more people on top of the list. So when you're in a dangerous city and you're somewhere and someone comes up and who knows if they had weapons or not, who knows? I'm sure they'll find in the course of their investigation. But this guy didn't want to be another victim or that number on the homicide analysis list from the police departments. He, deci he decided to defend himself. In this case, it was a 14 year old that was trying to carjack, at least uh, according to the police reports. I should say that at least the information that's been available now. And that's terrible. It's, it's so terrible. And then. The uh, the other one, the shooting and right down 170 at each other and some random person gets shot and killed because of that. It's just absolutely terrible. I hate seeing these things all too often in the city of St. Louis, which brings up another study that I think they were bringing up to on the uh, the news and Wallet Hub puts out different rankings. I don't believe this is newsworthy, mostly because Wallet Hub puts these different type of surveys out and they're not really scientific data driven. They, you know, I think they, they look at data, but they're not scientific and they come out with the, all of these all the time. And I think they do them just for the sake of getting into newscasts. So I don't really rely on them all that much, but apparent, apparently they looked at home and community safety, natural disaster risk, financial safety, things like that. Great amount of scale. St. Louis was ranked one of the least safest cities in America. That doesn't surprise me all that much. Only one city was ranked less than St. Louis. They said Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I saw that on KMOV. Isn't that sad? Do you believe it? You know, with the year that we're having in St. Louis, how do you not believe it? Honestly, yeah, for, for the longest time, you can sit and you can defend and say it's, it's not as bad as it sounds. If you were to try to look at the statistics by merging the city and the county, and then we'd have a larger population to be based off. And you look at the greater picture of all of this and realize it's just some bad areas, but the greater metropolitan area is better. And, you know, you do all of this ways to try to manipulate the data doesn't 
change the fact that in the city of St. Louis, we're up to 242 homicides for 2020. It's just sad. It's just really sad. So I, I see those stories. I see the numbers rise. I see it not getting better every day. I, I don't know how to turn that around. And unfortunately, well, look what happened. We're going to have someone else getting to the mayor's office. I don't know what their stance is going to be. Imagine if they put someone much more progressive in there that wants to blame and defund the police and stuff like that, how worse it's going to get. We're going to have what we know already with the circuit attorney's office being light on criminals and violent offenders and cycling people back onto the street. That's not getting any better. If you're trying to forecast the city of St. Louis, it's not forecasting better. So all of these things are very big concerns. Let's go to Jeff, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Uh, good morning. Um, you, 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 you were on vacation? <laughs> you might have missed me, huh? So the last no, week, really. let's see. I, I'm, I, kidding. I was just, I was, I'm just kidding. I was trying. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I had Thanksgiving week off. So at the start of the yeah. year, I declared all the, all like the holiday time. So Thanksgiving and Christmas, I wanted those time off. So I just, you know. I just have it coming, and now it's time to to reap the benefits of that. Yeah, well, two things. You, you're talking about the crime here in the area. Yeah. Over the weekend, there was something going on in my neighborhood. The, the helicopters were flying for like an hour and a, almost an hour. I could see them, oh. see them outside my window in the sky. Oh, wow. So are you yeah. on high alert when things like that happen? Not really. Not anymore. Is it just normal for you to see those things? Now it is. Oh, that's scary. So you're not, yeah. if they're looking for someone that may be out running, you're not worried that that person may just, you know, hop into your backyard no, and try to hide. No, cause I didn't see any spotlights or anything. I just, you just see them in the, in the distance flying around. So, oh, okay. The, I got you. But anyway, the other comment was the things about scaling back to Thanksgiving this year. I yeah. wonder how many people, well, I'm not going to admit that they actually liked scaling back and taking kind of the Thanksgiving off without traveling from like, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night going to different places. Mm-hmm. No, I missed what you Say that one more time. I must have missed what you said. How many people do you think are actually going to like, actually liked having Thanksgiving off in a way, not having to go from house to house for Thanksgiving, like going from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. or anything like that, just staying home, taking it easy? Oh, so you think they may have liked the excuse to stay some home? Some might have. I think some might have. I don't know. I kind of like traveling. I think of myself. There's sometimes I'll look for excuses like, oh, I guess I can't go to that wedding. You know, one of my wife's many cousins gets married and I think, oh, I don't want to go to that. And then it's like, oh, sorry, travel restrictions. Can't go to that. That's a, that's the type of excuse. I would not feel good if it was a holiday and I was stuck away from family when I wanted to be by them. And I think most people do want to spend time with family. So I would say probably... Not as many as the the those type of holidays. Family, not much spending time with the family, but the hassle of doing it. Oh, driving and doing all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah you know, even like with me, I got two small kids now. I have no idea how our little baby girl, who's what three months old, will travel in long distance. I have no idea, but we know it's a definitely a, a trek. But we haven't thought about even leaving the area with her, so it's, that's not even on the board at the moment. But yeah, I can I can see how some of that could be stressful, I guess, but mm. no, I don't know. I think it most people are. Was the, it was just yeah. something I was thinking about. Okay, good to hear from you, Jeff. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I think most people are kind of like kids. 
How many people would you say if when you were a kid, if you said, man, I can't wait to go back to school. No one said that. I, when I was younger, vacation, summer vacation was the best. Play hockey all day until the streetlights came on. You go home and eat dinner and whatever it is. You didn't have any homework to do. I mean, I remember one summer I played hockey every single day, five, six days a week or whatever it was. It was just the kids down the street were always playing. We always knew. We didn't know any of anyone's phone numbers. We never called each other. None of those things. We just knew that when it was time, we'd go down there. And if they were out playing, we got together. And it was like that every single day. Things were a lot more simple. But when school started back up, we knew that it was a little bit more difficult because, you know, everyone had school and, you know, we can't do this. We can't do that. So we dreaded going back to school. But when the COVID hit, how many kids did you end up listening to? And they said, man, I can't wait to go back to school because at least I'll be able to see my friends again. Because over the summer, they couldn't do any of that sort of thing. I think that even people that dread the idea of meeting up with family or traveling or doing these things were thinking to themselves, no, I think I'm ready to do it. This is this is the year I want to do it because I can't I couldn't have done it up until this point. They were looking forward to getting together. I feel like there's a lot more of those type of people that don't feel like they're getting a free pass to stay home. Uh, I think there's more that feel left out or upset if they can't go and do the things that they want to do. Does that make sense? We'll take some more of your calls coming up. It's Overnight America, KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back to Overnight America. And I wanted to bring out a couple of other things. Is this the guy that emailed me earlier? Hold on. Let me see real quick. I need to go back. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, this is the same guy. Never mind. You know, I, I like I like seeing the emails sometimes. Sometimes I'll get letters from or emails from listeners, and I see one that's like, "Oh, okay, this is a nice email," and then they email me something else that's really super far crazy left, and I'm like, "Oh, you should have led that you're crazy when you emailed me the nice one before, so I don't get sucked into thinking <laughs> you were you were decent at least for sl- the slightest moment." 
No, I'm gonna I'm gonna move that pass on that email. But I do get some other nice emails in. But text messages too. Here's a text message that uh, says guaranteed. Um, uh, see, talking about that shooting on I-70, it's actually pretty terrible. I, you know, I wonder too the way that we're going to see this violent crime become more commonplace in St. Louis as the more it's been just excused and allowed to cycle back in. There's there's organizations that are trying to get rid of all bail in general, saying that no one should be held even for violent crimes and things because it's unfair because you're at a financial disadvantage to because you'll never be able to put up bail. So let's say you're in for a crime that's pretty serious, but no, it wouldn't be fair to hold you during that time if you can't put bail up. So we need to just let everyone go or even like during the COVID experience, let's try to just allow people to go back onto the streets. And how many people have been reoffending since they were let out of prison be out of the fear of that they might be safer out on the streets than in the prisons where they could catch COVID. And how many times have we heard we need to close the prisons and we need to consolidate and do this and do that. All of these are terrible examples of why we're seeing the crime continue to just skyrocket in the city of St. Louis. These homicides aren't getting any better. These violent crimes aren't getting any better. And look at the prosecution rate that we've seen in the circuit attorney's office is just just terrible, terrible, terrible. Luckily, um, the feds stepped in and Attorney General Barr recognized St. Louis as one of these areas that needed help. So they come in here and they start hitting the streets and finding these violent offenders and getting them off the streets and charging them federally, giving them federal offenses, because we know that locally speaking, circuit attorney's office in St. Louis can't get the job done. They've been just doing a dismal job and their record has been terrible when it comes to putting away these offenders. So good. Uh, at least we had that going for us. But was it enough? No, of course it's not enough. Yeah, we still got that homicide rate that probably will easily go past 250 for the year because we have another month and right now we're at what 242 was that the number got a long way to go let's see how about this real quick you know i wanted to make just one quick point about this one story which i found on you know it being reported online but not apparently being reported over the tv stations so we know that over the Thanksgiving weekend that Joe Biden broke his foot while playing with his dog. I just wanted to make a couple of comparisons here. If something like that happened to Donald Trump, you know how crazy people would be going? They would. What's everything they'd be making fun of Donald Trump for? You can just pick eight, five or six things. And it wouldn't just be the crazies on social media. It would actually be people in the media doing the exact same thing. It would be people on CNN and MSNBC going nonstop, making fun of Donald Trump for breaking a foot or whatever it is, if it, if it happened to him. Now, Joe Biden breaks a foot and they say it was playing with his dog. Number one, none of the media questioned it. Number two, apparently no one was allowed to see him. So you have the person that's going to be president elect coming into office, going to see a, a, a specialist, a doctor, because he injured himself. And none of the press is allowed to see this. So they tried to block off like literally, I think they put a van up so you couldn't see any the, the, the Joe Biden go in and out of this doctor's office or whatever it was. They had someone with a long telescopic lens from NBC got a video of him trying to like, you know, leave the hospital. 
Um, people said he looked feeble doing it. I couldn't tell that from the video, but you know, you start to read these reports and I thought, well, this is worthy of reporting, right? You think that the president elect having a fractured foot, a broken bone, having to walk around in a cast a couple of months before inauguration would be worthy of putting this onto the news. Well, apparently CBS this morning only put 36 seconds of coverage into their two hour program on this 36 seconds of a two hour show. ABC did 48 seconds and NBC 96 seconds altogether about three minutes total between the three networks reporting on this. I just wanted to point out a few things. You know, this would be different if it was Donald Trump, period. You know it. You know, the things that would be saying was nasty. But it's funny how when the things are turned, there's number one, not even a mention, because why? What would be the point of not bringing this up on your TV broadcast when all of your websites are talking about it, all the social medias are talking about it? I mean, the information is getting out there. What would be the purpose of trying to hide it from your television audience if it wasn't a purposeful reason? Like you're trying to run defense for Joe Biden as opposed to, I don't know, maybe acting like you have some journalistic integrity. Why? Why? The, the, the only reason to hide this sort of thing is if you were purposely trying to, I don't know, throw Biden a bone or whatever. No pun intended because he said he broke it with his dog. But does anyone question this? I mean, no one does, right? No one in the media questions it too, let alone even will go out there and try to um, uh, report it the way it should be reported. So I just wanted to mention if the she was on the other foot, again, no pun intended. You know, this is what they'd be talking about. Donald Trump 24-7 nonstop criticizing him. You know, they'd, they'd say a million other things about. I don't even want to speculate what they would say, but you know what they would say. I think you got a pretty good idea of it. But this is, again, one of the many examples of this media bias. When we talk about it, this is a, just added to the top of the pile because I'm sure there'll be something to replace it tomorrow. Let's go to Dane, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Well, good good evening, Mr. Record. Nice to hear your voice again. Well, hello, hello. Hey, listen, uh, as, as the last story that you just said, yes, I have to agree with you. If if it'd been if it'd been Trump, they would have they would have been breaking him over the coast, but the other guys like, oh, well, let's not report about him. It's getting ready to be ready to be president. But my comment was, you were talking about uh, that most St. Louis being a dangerous city. Mm-hmm. And you said some who's going to be who's next, Portland or Fort Lauderdale's the worst on their list. Yeah, Florida. You mean where did Dallas make Dallas Fort Worth area? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look at the full list. This is just the report for St. Louis. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're back, Ryan. You know, I like the people you uh, that you had substitute for y'all for you, and uh, you have a great night and. Uh, um, don't work too hard putting up any more Christmas lights now. I haven't got mine started yet. <laughs> I get that. Thanks, Dane. I don't do Christmas lights. I refuse to do them. My wife hates the idea that I refuse to do them. I just don't like to participate in that outside the house. We put the wreaths up, and, you know, we have the Christmas tree in the window and stuff like that. Uh, we do have the Advent calendar up, so my son loves it. And this is an Advent calendar that goes back to the 80s. It's classic. I, I pre- pretty much believe... Every kid my age had one. It's a green advent calendar. It shows Mr. and Mrs. Claus by a fire. And then there's the different pocket for each day leading up to Christmas where you move the mouse into the next pocket. 
one to 25 and you just, you know, move the mouse down, move the mouse down. Every one of my class had one of these things. We continued to use it with my son. Apparently it goes back to the late 80s. And I think this was an Avon product. But if you know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you still have it in your house, too. This is what my buddy told me on Facebook. He said, you're not going to believe this, but these old calendars, you can't find them because, you know, they're vintage. If you want to get one on eBay, they go for $250, $250 for this old Avon advent calendar from the late 80s. I guess a lot of people did have memories of it. So if you have one of these stored somewhere in your house, you may want to consider selling it. This is the right time for it. One more segment coming up. It's Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. we got a couple minutes here. You and I decided to watch with my son, who's now six, is Home Alone. The uh, This is what one of the first things you notice when you watch some of these old movies you remember when you were a kid. Oh, I remember watching that. Oh, I remember enjoying that. I wonder if my parents felt the same way watching it with me as I did with my kid, because the term PG seems to be different back then than it is now. I don't know how many times I'd count a word I would not want him hearing in a PG movie and think to myself, "Ooh, I don't remember that when I was a kid. Oh, I don't remember them saying that. I haven't seen the movie in probably 30 years. Sure. So it'd be impossible to remember these things. But when you're a kid, you don't pick up on these things. And luckily, my son did not, which made me wonder, I guess we're not watching any movies anymore. <laughs> and every time it would happen, I'd look over to my wife and she'd give me that look wide eye. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Or if there was something that you knew was coming up that you didn't want him to hear, you try to, like, talk over it. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. But, you know, it's like an innocent home alone is pg and you forget like i just all the words that you know are i guess what in adult terms would be low-grade swear words in adult terms but as a child no you don't want your kid hearing that or saying those things here's a couple of stories i wanted to bring up real quick um you know i like the food blogs right you know i'm a fan of food stories yeah you know that So Oreo is getting ready to sell a cookie-scented candle on their merchandise site. So if you go to Oreo's website, soon you'll be able to see the Oreo candle. Now, of course, keeping the true theme of Oreo with it being two, you know, cookies with the cream in the middle, that's kind of what the candle looks like. So the black candle, it's like the, the, the candle holder, the cup, and then the inside's all white. Now, there's a couple of different ways to enjoy Oreos. Believe it or not, there's an Oreo thins that are really good. I thought, wait a minute. I want the double, triple stuff, right? You add more stuffing into the middle of these Oreos. It makes it even better. Well, then they decide to make an Oreo thin, which is a thin layer of the inside cream. And you think, oh, no, it's going to be half as good. Believe it or not, those Oreo thins are awesome. They taste great. So Oreo's got some awesome ideas that they've tried and done some things. I would like an Oreo scented candle. I think that would probably smell really great. Um, They're $12.99. Get them on their website just in time for Christmas. So if you're thinking of something that would probably drive your dogs crazy, you know, put that up there. It's going to smell like Oreos all the time. Can I just say my dog caught me sneaking a little uh, uh, 
extra dessert in today. So this is what happens during the break. Normally I go and use the restroom because I'm in my basement. So I go upstairs, you know, just try to maybe get a little bit more water if I need to, you know, drink some more water, go to the restroom, whatever it is. And then there is the pineapple upside down cake that my wife made today. It's just sitting on the counter. We got like a special little travel container we put it in so it stays fresh. And I'm looking at this thing and I thought, man, if I just take a fork, I can kind of slice it right here and she won't even know I took a piece. So I'm slicing it and I'm trying to eat off the container. And then all of a sudden I see out of the corner of my eye, my dog peeking at me, looking at me like, I know what you're doing. Now, I know that my dog can't reason this way, but the look in her eye made me feel like she knew exactly what she was doing. That look in her eye was, hey, uh, give me a bone and no one will ever find out that you are sneaking bites of the pineapple upside down cake. She looked at me like she was trying to bribe me or she was trying to um, blackmail me. Hey, I won't tell. I won't tell your wife, but you got to get me a bone. Mm -mm, wait a minute. Make it two. Uh, make it two bones. That was the look my dog was giving me. So, of course, I gave my dog a bone and a belly rub. Let her outside. Do that. Good deal. And then I ate my pineapple upside down cake in peace. Here's another food story for you from the Delish, the food blog. Dairy Queen's Peppermint Hot Cocoa Blizzard is going to be the blizzard of the month for December. So that starts. Wow. December, at least here in St. Louis, is about nine minutes away. Can you believe that's almost the last month of the year? Say goodbye to 2020 soon enough. So December might not actually seem like an ice cream season, but there it is. That actually sounds pretty good. The hot chocolate blizzard, hot cocoa blizzard sounds pretty nice. I don't know about the peppermint thing, though. I, I'm not a big peppermint guy. Like, even when it's offered for free, I mean, that's probably the only time I would prefer peppermint. I don't think I'd ever go out and buy anything peppermint flavored. I go get this. No, uh, that's one of my probably the lowest of all flavors outside of these flavors. Another thing from the Delicia blog. You can order candy canes that taste like odd things. You want to hear some of the things that you can get? All right. Here's some of the options. Candy canes that taste like turkey dinner. Mm. It does sound pretty good. Candy canes that taste like blackberry cobbler. Wow. I am curious about that one. But then they get a little bit more odd. Candy canes that taste like pepperoni pizza. Mac and cheese or ketchup? Ooh, ketchup? Ketchup candy canes? How'd you like to put that one on the tree? And your kid says, hey, uh, can I have some candy? Oh, yeah. Go grab one of those peppermint uh, canes right off of the tree and you can have that. And then they start to eat this thing thinking it'd be sweet, but instead it tastes like ketchup. What kind of maniac enjoys a ketchup candy cane? And also, consequently, what kind of maniac would order these things in for the uh, sole enjoyment of seeing someone else suffer when they try to eat one of these things? This would be like if we were at the radio station. This would be a great radio station prank, by the way. Order one of these, and you put a bunch of these candy canes out in the communal area as if to say, go ahead, anyone that wants one can have it. You don't tell them they're ketchup flavored. So then they take one, bring it back to their desk, open it up, taste it, and it tastes terrible. And then I don't really know where you go from there. If, if they just try to uh, call HR and complain about you or not, if it's really worth it. Uh, real quick, let's go to Eddie, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Yeah, Ryan, good to hear you. Uh, listen, I wanted to make a comment about the election. 
Have you checked in or have you been to the website of the Gateway Pundit? I go there once in a while, yeah. So they're here in St. Louis, which is nice. So I, I try to yeah, keep an eye on them. Right. Yeah, they are uh, really covering this election. I know the big media is not. Uh, State Representative Fincham out there in Arizona, that hearing is proceeding much like the Pennsylvania Senate hearing on the election uh, accused fraud. And uh, this state rep, uh, Fincham, uh, he got up halfway through the uh, hearings conducted by Rudy Giuliani. And Ryan, he said, I've heard enough. I am going to put a resolution that we block the electoral votes from Arizona, despite mm-hmm. the fact that the uh, corrupt governor, uh, his name is Lucy, uh, went ahead and lied. He had said the other day he would wait, Ryan, until all litigation was done. Well, they're rushing it through. So I'm asking, just like in Georgia with Kemp, and out there in Pennsylvania, what what did they got to hide? Why the big rush? Yeah, I get it. All right, thanks, Eddie. Um, we're pressed up against for time, so I, I totally understand that. And with these hearings, people are finding out things that they never would have imagined. Some of these really odd things were happening, and so many of these odd things happen. It makes you question how much um, have been compromised in some of these elections, like Pennsylvania. That's a good tip. Thanks for that. All right, that does it for us tonight. Download the podcast. It's Overnight America couple of the replay hours coming up next. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. My heart beats with the lonely rain. Wishing I could see your face again. Change the dial on the radio. Find something playing kind of bluesy and slow. If things were only like they used to be. Really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 